it's very hacky and slashy. Uh, I know it's from the same studio as Dark Souls. For sure. But um, I'm not a fan of the Dark Souls series. Okay. Um, I love hack and slash. Got it. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's if just, a game is too hard, do you think that the developer should make it easy nope, for you? Nope. Done. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to an exciting episode of the A Bit Close Fist. We are your hosts, Ronel and LJ. Yep, yep. And we are live again. Welcome here on YouTube. If yeah, you man. Know. If very you, exciting. Very if you're exciting. Just listening, then shame on you. Look, we got the Joker trailer that I'm extremely hyped for. I'm for very what? excited. Everything. I am very interested for everything. Yeah. No, I'm not excited for everything. What are you talking about? Only for the cool stuff, man. Um, other than that. Which you have just ruined for me completely. Yeah, sure. Uh, we have a little study that came out about millennials having sex. Yeah, and I'm that's the thing. I'm on the fence about that. I don't really <laughs> understand, but I get it. But other than that, we have one of the most amazing guests that we've had in a very long time. No, no, no uh, shots taken at any of our other guests. Uh, but this young fella here is. I w- let's just say I went through his Instagram page and I think I scrolled to the bottom. All right. And it was not, I wasn't looking for any information for research, anything. I literally forgot for a minute. I was at work and I was just like, well, I think I got to the bottom of this. Why did I even, <laughs> why did I go to the, I don't know. Um, other than that, he's a, a actor, a model, model. I don't know why I said that. Model. He's, he's a model. And uh, like I said, I went to the bottom of his Instagram page. I don't know what I'm saying is that he's really attractive. Uh, and uh, his you'll see in a couple of seconds because... Uh, he's joining us. Yep. And that's great. And you talked away from your mic. I did. Um, he yells at me all the time about it, so I just wanted to get on him about it. <laughs> so other than that, um, we're going to just go into it you know, real quick. Let's get to the fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Um you know, it's later in the episode. But right now, we got to go through you know the formalities for sure. All the great. Yeah, so yeah, right yeah. now, Joker. Yeah, man. Unfortunately, if you didn't get the anger from his voice earlier, we had a little argument earlier, and he <laughs> told me that every time. No, this is where his words. I'm saying it now. Joker's gonna be the best Joker movie ever, I, ever. Such and I was like, oh, cool. Jesus Would you say God. this is gonna be? about a lot of things and he says no i only say it about the good things and i was like you know i'm not gonna get into it and Look, i tried to give him some examples but he didn't want to hear it right all i'm saying is i'm the movie guy this is something that to be true i'm the movie guy okay and right now from the trailer mm-hmm. um, it's not grasping me when we were seeing those hidden subway um yeah instagram posts yeah that was i was like oh look he's on the train and he's getting i was excited this trailer just seemed a little too origin story for me and I don't need an origin story. Look, anyway, my exact words were, this is going to be, this will be. That's the problem right there. This is going to be. <laughs> but go ahead. My favorite Joker. Mm. All right. Which is, you can't argue that with me. You can't I, argue that with me. I cannot do that. <laughs> uh, so I think that it will be the best Joker for me because I didn't really care for the other Jokers before Heath Ledger. Before okay. Heath Ledger. I honestly mm. didn't care about any of the Jokers. I didn't care about none of the makeup. Look, you guys heard that. Mm. Oh, yeah. We're getting opinions already. <laughs> uh, I mean, why not, it. though? Mm. Look, man. I First off, they weren't maniacal enough. When I think of Joker, I don't care for the goofy part of him that much. I mean, I, I like it. I get it. It's Joker. But I like the maniac, the insane, mm. the... Uh, 
the mastermind beautiful chaos that he has there it is um, and i don't i also don't like complete chaos i get that he wants to see the world burn but i like it most when he has uh when he's relatable when he's making sense to me uh in his own way where i can really understand his point of view not just murder murder kill kill uh, and i believe that this joker is going to do that and i believe heath ledger had a little bit of that where i could kind of relate to him other ones i didn't care for it didn't care for the acting really didn't care for the way they looked didn't care for the way they talked just whatever <laughs> i am a fan of joker period okay. when it comes to the actors i honestly could care less mm-hmm. i loved heath ledger rest in peace right um that was great he was but i am i don't think this new is gonna be anything different it's gonna just be another joker man and from what i'm seeing from the tra- trailer it just seems like he's trying to lead up we were having the group conversation and someone said it just seems like i'm gonna sit there for an hour until i get joker and then there's gonna be like 40 minutes left and the movie's over so well we have another guest and i want his opinion because can it looks I, like we I, are can i chime in on this it looks like we are completely on opposite ends of the spectrum can I right chime now in on this so i watched the trailer a few times actually and i am in agreement i do not like origin stories for villains i get it a lot of what makes villains good is that i don't know why they are who they are and why they are that's belie- I like I that. do not want to know why Freddy Krueger became Freddy Krueger. I, I personally don't give a fuck. I feel. I, I don't feel. care why Joker became Joker. <laughs> you showed up, you had a calling card, and you got and you just created havoc. I get it. If I find out why you are the way you are, you are no longer that much of a villain to me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh shit, you got bullied as a fucking kid. Like, <laughs> go to motherfucking therapy, bro. You, you feel me? Like I don't want to know that. You know, a girl broke your heart in the seventh grade, and all of a sudden, you just kill a bunch of women. I mean, like, what if it's something really useful? Really, like, it makes sense. Like, let's say, I don't know, like, this guy, he was having a regular life. His grandma went to the store, and then, and then she got shot. If there's an origin <laughs> story of something tragic, at the on the other end of the spectrum, there's a way that you can redeem that, that you can get healing, and you can help yourself from that. I feel it. So I don't want to know why... Like, like I don't want to know. Like, oh, so and so kidnapped your dog and murdered that motherfucker, and, and you watch it hang. Like, I mean, what about a Thanos, Thanos kind of thing? I don't want to know why for sure. But see, but that. Thanos is not. I'm not gonna say he's different from that, but the fact that because this wasn't an origin story, and the origin story is like how you grew up. From MCU and the comics are a little bit different. Obviously, they got to do for it sure. differently, right? Sure. So Thanos and the comics right. is to impress death. That's not an origin story. For sure. Like, I like this woman, and I'm going to kill every fucking body <laughs> to this bitch know that I like you. Facts. That's Facts. not an origin story. That's like, hey, I found a bad one. And how can I get you, bad one? <laughs> well, kill everybody. <laughs> I'm going to say no more, baby. I I'm going to kill half of every fucking body. That's not enough. I'll kill 75%. That's not an origin story. That's true. You know what I mean? And in MCU, obviously, they have to make it differently, make it different so it makes sense for the films. So like you it. saying like oh my planet was on the brink of extinction nobody listened I kind of get that mm-hmm. now for me as a comic geek like all right I know the origin story in the comics which is canon versus the MCU so I'm not mad about what MCU did okay but all like right. for Joker I don't really give a fuck that she was a like uh, uh, a whatever he was whatever comic. <laughs> like I don't care you was working at McDonald's right I don't sure. give a fuck like I all I want to all I care about is when Batman shows up with his stupid ass right. Oh jeez! I agree. And you just showed up and slapped his ass with a with, with a cane. That's all I care about. I can dig it. 
I dig it. I understand With that the being point of said, view. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> exactly. With that being said, exactly. Joaquin Phoenix exactly. is one hell of there a motherfucking is. actor. He's That's an amazing actor. I'm not saying it won't be good. All I'm saying That's is I don't care about his origin story. And it looks like an episode of Atlanta. Why? Because our boy is in there? Because everybody's in <laughs> And I think it was filmed in Atlanta. Like, and, and, and I love Atlanta. More death. likely for me to watch it. A top three show for me. Okay. Depending sure. on what we're talking about. For sure. Okay. Love Atlanta. And it looks like a long episode of Atlanta, which will probably be amazing because <laughs> shit, Atlanta's amazing. I feel it. And some of the, the shading if, and some of the like not even as that, it just looks like an episode of Atlanta. And 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 once again, if you're asking me, I don't really care. I don't need an origin story about a villain. What makes villains villainy is that I don't know why you are the way you are. That's what makes you scarier and more dangerous and more mysterious, mysterious and more whatever okay. it is that makes you a villain. I I, I don't want to know like Nigga, the sun didn't come up that day. And you got mad, bro. Like that's not. I cool. mean, what if it's really believable? I mean, I'm sorry. What if it's Listen, really like John Wick? Dog got kidnapped and killed by a nigga that carjacked him. Nope. Like it's believable. You can leave your car, your dog in the car, <laughs> nigga, hijack your car, and like, it's but believable. I it. But I don't give a fuck about that part. Well, like, I agree to the same thing that if that's the case, which generally I don't, I don't care for origin stories either, especially because nowadays I know, I know already we get it. Spider-Man, I don't need one. No one do I need one. See, heroes, uh, I kind of get But for my villains, thing, if it's the villains, if we don't care for origin stories for villains, we don't care for origin stories for heroes. Well, you, you might need an origin story for heroes. Like what made you take a virtuous, a virtuoso or a virtuous? It depends on the superhero. It depends on why. We don't need 15 Superman. I mean, excuse me. Super, Spider-Man. Yeah, Superman, Spider-Man Superman. is what I meant. You already knew. For sure. We don't need 15 like, of them. Deadpool, I don't need an origin story for. Well, why not? Why? This is cool, though. This is a great story. <laughs> I didn't say it wasn't good. All I'm saying is like, you're an assassin. I don't give right. a fuck what your origin story is. <laughs> yeah, I pay you. You kill people, good or bad. Okay, well, and that's cool for me. Maybe because that's because he's an antihero. But the origin story for My Deadpool point. is the cancer part of it. That's that's the origin. You can story. T- you can talk about that at the bar, like they had, like, for hey, sure. I had cancer and I got experiment. <laughs> I'm like, I'm good. All right, cool. I'm gonna kill. Like, I don't need a whole like. Is it boring? Do you think I didn't it's boring? Say it was boring. I'm just saying I don't need it. You could have done without that and added some other shit. Guardians of the Galaxy. To. Oh, that's heroes time. It was Guardians of the Galaxy wasn't necessarily an origin story for everybody was like how they came together and even that is MCU changed because the canon is different in the comics Mm -hmm. how they Mm -hmm. came together Okay, so I get that so I'm not I'm never mad about when a film changes what the comics say because you have to you can't keep it the same I think you should you should you can't keep it the same for sure so I get that. Mm. So with Guardians of the Galaxy, it was like this is how they came together. Fine. Like I, we was at the game at the gym shooting hoops, and okay. I was like, "Nigga, I fight." I was like, "I fight too." All right, let's fight together. Cool. So, given the fact, I'm sorry, what were you about to say? Nothing. <laughs> I mean, he's over here dropping knowledge. I'm glad I brought that guest. <laughs> I mean, first off, hold on, hold on. Right then and there, let's take that break since he asked me what was I going to say. Let's get a formal introduction. Uh, hey, yeah, let's go let's, for it, man. Because you just dropping all types of knowledge. Am I uh, talking about myself or y'all going into this? What we doing? Christ. We're, you're talking about yourself. I'm origin story, myself, man. What is let it? Let them know who you are. What is your origin story? <laughs> right, right. Damn, I hate origin stories. Uh, <laughs> are you well, hello, everybody. Uh, my name is uh, BJ Williams. Mm-hmm. I'm a Libra. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm BJ Williams, man. I uh, I do a lot of stuff. I've done a lot of things, man. There it I'm, is. I'm born and raised in Las Vegas. I've traveled the world a lot. I've been in and out of. I'm I'm a second resident of Los Angeles. I've been hey. in and out my whole life. So, not that I'm homegrown, but 
I've been around a lot to say that I have some kind of knowledge about LA history and LA okay. life and the culture. I dig it. So. I dig it. No, but I do not claim to be an expert. Good. Um, you know, I come from the athlete world. You know, went to college, played college ball, ran college track, had an opportunity at the pros in football. It didn't okay. work. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, got into entertainment as a model first, then as a commercial actor, and then TV and film, and Dope. um, and then that is that is led me to not that that didn't lead me to it, but I developed a document series called "Can I Be Vulnerable," mm-hmm. and it's a series for Black men to open up to the world. So it started with my own personal tragedies that happened to me. I started with my own video. And the, it kind of developed from there, so mm-hmm. it spread. So um, mm-hmm. we're like forty episodes in that are recorded. We're on like episode twenty-eight coming up tomorrow, actually. Right. Okay, um, it's on Instagram. It's Instagram, okay. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, whatever your vice is. We have it there for you. There it is. Um, and I'm saying we. My personal page is on episode twenty-eight. Can I be vulnerable? It's weird how it started. Oh. Mm-hmm and how it developed so everything is kind of behind i'm up to date on my personal stuff but nobody comes to my page to look at episodes of other dudes okay you know what i mean Uh so i didn't develop this social media pages for can i be vulnerable itself Uh, month till months later right right right. you're saying so like our youtube page is shit maybe three months behind they're only on episode coming up i think 11 or 12 right sure instagram is on episode 20 Mm mm-hmm you know, the Facebook is on episode 20. Yeah. Everything so, like, develops separately. Is, yeah, of. like everything is like behind me. Mm-hmm. But once again, most of the traction is on Instagram, okay. our Instagram page. But like I said, it's um, an opportunity for black men to open up. And most of the uh, guys are uh, retired professional athletes, mostly NFL. Really? Yeah. Those, Like I said, I come from that world. So most of my friends played in the league. Right. And had successful careers or maybe or, or they had careers. It doesn't matter sure. how many years they played. They played. For they sure. got paid. And that was their thing. So I got some NBA guys. Obviously, I got some entertainment guys. Some, um, you know, some models, some actors, both. Um, and this year, everyday professional black men. You and know? they're telling their own like personal stories that they get. They just yeah, choose so whatever they want to they, tell. I don't tell them what to talk about. They they talk about whatever they choose to open up about. Some mm-hmm. guys have been. To, most of the guys have been to therapy, which allows them to open up easier. Some guys haven't, and it takes a little while for them to open up. But. Um, no, the, we we've had a variety of stories, man. We've had guys talk about. I, I've had one guy talk about a being a deadbeat dad the first six years of his daughter's life, um, and to hear him talk about that story and and to see his development to become the full time father of a beautiful eighteen year old daughter now, like that was wild. We've had a few guys talk about attempted suicides a couple of times. We've had guys talk about identity issues. We've had guys talk about abandonment issues, like you know, dads were gone, and you know, there, one, uh, one of my buddies talked about his dad. He got in contact with his father, and his father still won't see him. Wow. Like, would it just avoid his calls? Like, hey, I'm here in New York. I want to see you. And his dad just wouldn't hit his line until, like, a month later. Oh, sorry, like, I missed your call. Yeah. Oh, I, something happened. Jesus right. Christ. Oh, we've had stories about guys coming out as gay. Like, hey, I'm gay. And this is when it happened. And that that thing, we've had guys talk about... Uh, you know, be, being being a father, being a husband, and and how it's cool to love your woman and be with her, and that is dope. Sure. And it's like we've had guys talk about that. We've had guys talk about shit. You know, uh, uh, recently one of the the more powerful ones was a good buddy of mine talking about losing his wife to sickle cell in the hospital. It was mm-hmm. negligence, Damn. and wow. having to raise his daughter by himself. Well, it was a village, but him talking about like the first time he had to like do her hair. 
Right. And he just broke down crying. I was like, and I'm, and I know these stories because like, we talk about it. But yeah. like to see a man on camera being vulnerable, just being vulnerable, sure. hits you differently, right? Sure. So when he said, like, I had to do my daughter's hair, and he just cried, and I was like, for sure. What made you start it? <laughs> it started with me. Um, I've been going to therapy now for about four or five years, off and on. And my my older brother committed suicide, and that was my catalyst to me going to therapy. Like he committed suicide, and what made that significant is that. The day it happened was the day it happened. Everybody called me to solve the problem. I was here. Mm-hmm. I was in LA. I we do this um, beast volleyball barbecue every Memorial Monday. We've been doing it now. I think going on six years. One particular Memorial Monday, I got the call from his fiance. Like he tried to hang himself and he was gone. I'm, when I tell you I was drunk off of my motherfucking ass, I was faded. So mm-hmm. I got the call. I'm like. For sure. And this not make no sense. This ain't, I'm faded, uh-huh. baby. Don't I, sure. I'm not yeah. even driving home right <laughs> yeah. now. Like, you know what I mean? We took an Uber. Right. And then what ended up happening is, like, I call him, he, and we're on the phone for what amounts to about two hours. Mm-hmm. And mind you, I just left him. I was just with him. This was Monday. I was with him all weekend. And I, I knew something was wrong. And because... You know, he had texted me maybe that Wednesday at like three in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I obviously when I woke up, I saw it and I was like, something is wrong. So I went home to Vegas and we hung out all weekend. And so then that Monday comes and boom, I get the call from his fiance. I call him up and he's like, y'all don't want to be here. He's just talking all this shit. Boom. And so I'm on the phone with him. The cops call me because his fiance called the cops. So they're like, yo, find out where he's at. Right. And then my parents call, you know, our siblings call. Other distant family calls like, yo, what's going on? And everybody's saying, like, get your brother. And I'm like, I'm in fucking L.A. right now. Like, I I can't do nothing but call and, like, try to talk him down. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to tell them, like, hey, all right, I can't do this. Like, y'all do it. You know what I mean? For me, it was like, I got it because this is my brother. Like, if you don't listen to nobody, listens to me. And I'm baby, bro. But he does listen to me, right? So, obviously, I failed. And I took that, like, I lost like I failed and coming from an athlete mentality coming from a competitive thing and coming just from my family I failed everybody right so that was like yo I'm fucked up boom but that was just a catalyst that was like yo I gotta go to therapy now because like you fucked up and this is bothering you right mm-hmm. but then I started thinking about everything else I had been through. like my mother died when I was 16 right so Right. For sure. Just no, randomly yeah. one day. For like, sure. Just die, had a stroke. Like, yeah. fuck. Boom, yeah. right? But then you start thinking about other things else that happened. So that all that shit happened. And I'm like, all right, nigga, you're, something's wrong with you. For sure. Like, you are not okay in the head and emotionally and spiritually or whatever. So I got a therapy. Dang. And therapy was amazing. I was like, yo, why the fuck did this shit 15 years ago? For sure. I got a therapy and I let that motherfucker have it, yo. I was cussing out. I, I wasn't cussing her out. For sure. But she was catching all this shit. Yeah, I'm sure. And I, I always say that everyone should go to therapy. Whether you've been through something or you haven't, I believe that everyone, everyone should check it out. There's not one person on this fucking planet that hasn't been through something. Exactly. Now, there's degrees to it. For I don't sure, give a sure. fuck if you're a billionaire. Your problems, problems may not be the same as mine problems down here, mm-hmm. but you have problems nonetheless. And how you go about those problems may be similar to how I go about those problems, regardless they're both detrimental. Yeah, for sure. And therapy is a good way to learn coping mechanisms. 
So let's just say you had a perfect life. Nothing happened to you. For sure. But this is life. And life is going to beat your ass one day. <laughs> and you're going to need the tools For sure. to cope with that. Yeah. You're going to need the tools to be like, all right, this happened to me. And as opposed to going to drugs, alcohol, you know, Everything. whatever game, whatever your vice is, mm-hmm. instead of going to that, you go to breathing techniques or you go to therapy, you go to a group thing, you mm-hmm. go to writing, you go to drawing, you go to cooking, you go to gym, you go to, there's coping mechanisms that you learn mm-hmm. and communication. Like you learn how to communicate your feelings because mm-hmm. let's just take Nipsey for instance, right? And, and everybody's been giving their thing, but a lot of people has, it, for a lot of people has been confusion mm-hmm. and not being able to identify every emotion. But the thing is you've gone through every emotion dealing with it right sure. but you don't know that because you haven't had the practice with a therapist to say like hey this is what i feel i'm feeling anger yeah. right. i'm feeling grief i'm feeling helpless i'm feeling yeah. literally identifying that stuff is identifying not as easy it is key. As, as, and it's not easy no. it's hard to identify for sure how, but if you get the tools to identify you're better able to handle those emotions i'm angry right now yeah how do i calm that down for i'm sure. sad right now how do I get through the sadness? I feel grief. I feel helpless. I feel, you know what I mean? Right. I'm feeling, and, and even in all those, you feel kind of inspired because of what Nipsey was talking about. I feel inspired about what he's saying with the grief, with the sadness, with the anger, mm-hmm. with the hurt, with all of that. So therapy is a way to learn, is a, is a way to develop coping mechanisms and a way to learn how to handle your emotions. And then that just goes into your regular life. For sure. You know, I don't sure. like whether you, wherever you work, your family, your friends is learning how to communicate, learning how to identify issues that you have um, and issues that you've gone through and making sure that that doesn't bleed into your future. You know what I mean? Everybody's had some traumatic shit. Like you might have got your ass whooped the whole time and you getting a whooping and me getting a whooping may affect both of us differently. Absolutely. Me getting a woman may not affect me that way. Oh, you get a woman might be like, it definitely affects me. Nigga, I got. As soon as someone raises their hand, you literally, I'm like, just like, well, hold and on, that's bro. a trigger for you, right? But me getting my ass with, I'm like, all right, well, it kept me aligned. Sure. You getting your ass with might have not have did anything to you. Period. Sure. It did. For no, sure. it did. But I'm just saying, like, just <laughs> as an example, like, but like, just being able to identify how different things for affect sure. you, for sure, in comparison to other people, helps you communicate better, and helps you identify better, and helps you just navigate through life better. For sure. So, I know I got off on a tangent. No, but no, good, man. For sure. What can I be vulnerable? I've all, I've always wanted to tell my story of why I went to therapy, and I've always been very vocal. As soon as I got to therapy, I was on Twitter like, "Yo, therapy's yeah. a fucking." <laughs> hey, I'm in there. Pictures there's a, there's shit. definitely a stigma for it, but it's uh, definitely a thing, especially in mm-hmm. our community, especially among Black. Men. For sure, for sure, and. With can I be vulnerable? Me and my uh, my buddy BT, Brandon Thomas BT is what I call him. He's the editor of all the videos. We have been wanting to talk to develop something with mental health. We wanted to film something, create something, talking about mental health. And we would watch YouTube, we would listen to podcasts, like trying to get ideas. And one day I was on vacation actually in Barbados, and I was on the beach you. drinking, and it just hit me. Literally, I was on the beach looking at the ocean, and can I be vulnerable just popped in my head. And I was like, yo, I got it. That's I got it. It's golden. I, That's dope. That was, it literally just hit me. And I was like, I know what I want to do. I came home. Maybe I hit BT like, yo, I know what to do. And a couple of weeks later when I came home, he came through and we shot it in the backyard. And it started off just for me. Like I didn't have any plan on like filming other guys. Right. Like, it was a self I want, It was a, something selfish for me to do sure. um, that helped me heal. Right. 
And it kind of just went from there. So I did mine. I let it loose on on social media, and I damn near deleted it like two minutes later. Yeah, I feel it. Really? Yeah, I put it up. I put it on everything right away. I put it on Facebook, and I put it on Instagram. I put it on Twitter. And two minutes later, you took it. Down. Two minutes? No, I didn't. Two minutes later, I'm like, yo, I'm gonna delete this shit. That happens. Okay. A, that happens a lot, especially with like I'm gonna delete this whole shit. Right. It's actually Fuck a pretty this. a pretty good thing that people uh, sometimes write down some of their most vulnerable thoughts and they immediately just throw it away, tear it up, and just like trash it. I've it's just it's literally sometimes just getting it out there. That's so important and yeah, it's so helpful. Like, okay. So helpful. Where exactly is it? What's the name of the Instagram? And what's the name? My, of well, when I put it up, it was on just me, BJ Williams. Like you can obviously, I've had social media for years, mm-hmm. being in entertainment. So it was on mine personally first. Okay. So BJ Williams, you can find it there. But it's obviously on Can I Be Vulnerable now? But when the Can I Be Vulnerable came as a social media thing, it was our. We had already had like eight, nine episodes up at right, this right. point. So right. when I did mine, that was it. And my son it. watched it too. So I have a son. He's 16 now. I dig it, um, man. Exactly. He watched me do this whole thing. And that was, a, that was a big thing for me as well. I wanted him to see like a grown man open up and be... You know, talk about emotions and shit. He thinks I'm Superman. I'm like, nigga, Superman. <laughs> I don't even feel like being your daddy right now. Like, <laughs> I'm going to do it because sure. that's what a parent is supposed to do. But I'm going to let you know, like, I don't feel like being a parent today. For sure. And I know a lot of parents don't feel like fucking being parents. Period, though. Period. Like, yeah. I don't want to be your mother right now. Nigga. Yeah. Like, ever. Ever. <laughs> For but sure. I'm going to because... Yeah, it it's innate. It's a love thing. It's whatever they call it. But I know a lot of parents are like, "I don't fuck you, little bastard. I don't feel like being your mom or your dad right now." Unfortunately, that's not even unfortunate. It's just a, a it's a human thing. You're responsible for an entire human being, right, dude? I, I don't have kids, so I would not. Yeah, have like you're. <laughs> I have a bird. I don't want any bird in the cage when I'm like I'm done with yeah, that. Yeah, like I don't want any parent to feel like at any point like I don't feel like being a parent today to feel like that's a bad thing to think. It's not. It's a perfectly normal thing to feel like I don't feel like being responsible for this whole other human being today. But sure. you do it regardless. For sure. Because that's your responsibility and you love this person and and you muster up the courage or the strength or the love whatever you right, need. Right. But you thinking like I don't really feel like being your daddy right now, little motherfucker. <laughs> I don't, I'm not a bad dad for that. For sure. What you want to eat, motherfucker? Yeah. Like what you feel like eating today? <laughs> I'm gonna feed you. Just even tell though, me. Uh, yeah, no, and no, it, no, it no. happens all the time. Our parents say like, just go fix something. In the that means they don't want to be a parent. They don't right mean now. like being a parent right now. Like, yo, can I go, <laughs> go to play ice cream PlayStation? Man? I ain't got no money right now. <laughs> Whenever my mom used to tell me to go outside or go play PlayStation, she don't feel like being bothered. Definitely with you. was tired. <laughs> she was tired. And, and the thing is, it has nothing to do with the kids. For sure, it's everything sure. to do with like outside life. life. Yeah, yeah. Your job pissed you. I don't know. Yeah, but like you know, your kids are like you know innocent and shit. So yeah. it's like it ain't you, yeah. but you here. Well, sometimes it's a kid because when I no, get to come to a backyard, I just clock out. <laughs> I'm just like, all right. Sometimes it is a kid. time for me to go. <laughs> but but so, yeah. So can I be vulnerable? Came from that, and and another thing I, I forgot. I've been in education um, either as a tenured teacher or a sub for going on eleven years now. Dope. So I see kids all the time. I've coached. I see kids all the time. And, I, and I've heard a lot of stories. I've seen a lot of bruises. I've seen poor kids with holes in it. And I've seen kids starve. I've seen kids. I've seen special needs kids, obviously. And, and to, see their, to hear their stories and to just, just look at them. And, and I know, like, kids are bad, right? Boom. So this kid is acting <laughs> up. And I'm always like, yo, what's going on at home? For sure. 
And I've understood in my experience that a lot of times when kids are acting up at school, that's their only time to let loose. That's the only time for them to be a kid. And the only way they can let that out is just however that behavior comes. Because when they go home, it's gangs, it's violence, it's starving. It's sure. I got to be the adult. I got to look after my other siblings. There's maybe my parents aren't even there. I'm in a I'm in a group home or or brother and sister are raising me they are into whatever they're into they're still kids there's so many things that go on that i've seen personally for sure and when they get to school with other adults like i get to be a fucking kid right and it manifests itself in like you know like wilding out just like i'm not paying they want to pay attention for sure they want structure they want education but like trying to have some fun Listen, I can be a kid. Right now, <laughs> right, you know? Yeah. And I don't give a fuck how this is going to come out. For sure. Kiss my ass, Mr., Mrs. Yeah. Suck dick, eat What's, like all that I shit. I mean, because it, it works. Like all the kids laugh, and it's great. It's a great feeling. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but I, I was that kid for sure. <laughs> yeah, I think we both were. <laughs> but Can I Be Vulnerable developed out of all of those things. And now it's become a full blown initiative, mental health initiative. And I, I referenced Nib. Like we had full plans on reaching out to Nib. Like I have connects. And plugs with Nip. And I wanted to develop it further before I came. Because he's a businessman, a smart one. For sure. And I've always been one to do my homework with everything that I do. So before I even approached Nip with, hey, here's a video. Look at it. Like, nah, here's what we're doing. And I know he would have been down with it. Because it's right along with what he was already doing. Mm-hmm. We're For still sure. going to reach out to the marathon. It's just... Mm-hmm been pushed back to however long it needs to be pushed back for sure for a for while sure. but we still crazy yeah we still and i still want to um you know uphold his legacy for sure the marathon push, continues push his vision um we have different lanes but we're on the same road you know what i mean Definitely. like i have my mental health lane he has the what yeah. <laughs> everything yeah, yeah i was like everything right? yeah <laughs> But it's it's on the same highway, the same freeway, the same road. We're still going the same direction, and we're still going to reach out. I just want to be able to pick up somewhat of what he was doing, keep it moving with what we're doing, um, and and hopefully we can help his people. For sure. And and help my people. Us people, our people. Us people, our people. But... um, I, if anybody from CMC is listening, you'll be hearing from us <laughs> later down the line. Please do your grieving. For sure. Get through that. Get through your emotions and, and heal that however you need to. Definitely. There's no rush on it. This is a marathon, not a race. For sure. Um, but that's Can I Be Vulnerable? Well, I so he, I mean, he answered every question we probably had. Um, which is cool because that made You ain't got to answer no damn questions. <laughs> um, but I guess the one question I still had was, um, you know, as far as you bringing it to the community, what does that do for the young men? I know that it's, hey, I'm open, and what do you feel like they should be seeing? Because it's you can say, hey, this is our program, and this is what we're here for, but do you, what are you hoping the young men will start doing? Do you want them to start expressing themselves to their women? Do you want them to start just opening up in general yeah. at platforms anywhere? Or is it just to know that I can when I need to? You don't have it? to. When I did mine, I said, you don't have to. If you see my video and you say, hey, he did it and I could do it, don't make a video if you don't want to. Okay. My point in having this video is to show what it looks like when a man opens up his life or whatever he's gone through, his tragedies, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, if you follow any mental health pages or psychologists or therapists, they always talk about like, hey, be vulnerable and open up and talk about your feelings. But it's like, what the hell does that look like when you do it? Mm-hmm. We're just a visual to that. We're the action. We are what it looks like when you open up. Mm-hmm. That's all we are. And if 
you can look at this guy that played in the NFL for however many years, and you're like, yo, big old guy. Yeah, like your manliest uh, man, your Superman, yeah. and they're millionaires, and they, you know, sure. I've watched him play in the Super Bowl. Now he, I, he came to my school one time, and right, you watch right. him say, you know what, my dad was gone. Well, shit, my dad was gone. Right. You're not too different from that background. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I thought about suicide. You know what? I thought about ending it as well. Or 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 I I dogged every woman I had because of this. You know what? I dogged every woman I had because of this. There's a relatability there. For sure. And to be able to connect people that you think are up here mm -hmm. with the people, and I hate to say it like this, but there's, you know, people, structure. It's real. Yeah. On a hierarchy. There's people up here and there's people down here. If I could connect these, if I could bridge that gap with relatability. We're just one now. Like your problems aren't too different from mine. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You're a billionaire, but shit, your daddy left too. Right. But your daddy leaving fueled you. Cause there's a few guys that say, listen, my daddy was gone and it fueled me to do this. Right. That's how I was able. I took that anger and that hurt and I put it into this. Mm -hmm. And there are guys whose dad left and they fueled it into something else and they're still in the same position. Mm -hmm. But if I can get you to look at that and what he did with his energy and how he did it. And you, can and you can still change that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Nip talked about it all the time. Hey, For listen, sure. we, I come from this lifestyle, but I had the vision. I executed it X, Y, Z, and this is how I did it. Follow it. Right. He gave you the blueprint, and like you can't. He didn't hold it. I, you can do that shit. Right. The blueprint is laid in damn near every one of his albums. For sure. Actually, it is laid out in his albums. Literally. In his interviews, he lays it out. You can do it. Yeah. And so if I can bridge that gap and let it be known, like, hey, listen, this is what it looks like when a man says, I grew up in a gang infested neighborhood. I couldn't wear either color. Mm -hmm. right? And if I did, I had to act accordingly. Mm -hmm. But I took all of that and I channeled it into this. And because I channeled it into this, both colors or all colors said, you know what? I see he's focused. We're going to leave him alone. And if you can see that, then you can move amicably For as sure. well. You know what I mean? So that was the goal of that. And and that's why I picked all my NFL guys mm -hmm. or all my professional friends because they do have a profile. Right. You know, they do have an audience. They do yeah. have people that look up to them. They are in, they are in their communities. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? A lot of those guys are local LA guys. A lot of those guys were at SC when SC was winning national championships. Right, right, right. You know, some UCLA guys. Um, I, I'm a Pac-10 guy myself. It's Pac-12 now, but I'm a Pac-10 guy myself. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of Pac-10 guys. And then what's been happening now is that they're referencing their friends that they played with in the league. So these are guys like throughout the country that are like, hey, listen, my That's boy dope. has this thing. So, And how this spreads is that, again, I said, nobody comes to my page to look at another dude's video. For sure. I'm going to post them every time regardless, though. Yeah. But what, how it spreads is that when they post it up on theirs, the dialogue starts in their network. For sure. And when another guy posts it in his, the dialogue starts in his network. And now all of a sudden they're looking like, oh shit. What is this? That's the big homie. Yeah. Did X, Y, and Z play college ball? Even though they didn't play pro, pro ball, they played college. This is big homie played in college. Like, shit, he talking about this? I can do it too. For sure. And that happens how it a spreads. lot, especially in sports. You almost, know what I mean? A, a large majority of them uh, have issues that I am almost sure that they would like to. Uh, There's a lot out. of stories to be told, For and I've sure. heard a ton of them. Once again, like I said, I come from that world, so I see all these guys. All I've trained with them, or I've seen them play. It, yeah, I, I just I, my connection to the NFL world and the college world and high school world is vast. For sure, I mean, I have a connection with a lot of high-profile Hall of Fame guys, come up and coming guys, yeah. All-American guys. Um, so I use them, and, and, and like we talked about Don Benjamin before this, mm -hmm. like you know America's Next Top Model. One of my guys, one America's America's Next Top Model, mm -hmm. and he was an NFL guy, hopeful, college mm -hmm. guy, hopeful. Interesting. Now he's a, a successful model actor, 
you know um he has his story you know about his mom going to prison for however many years right. his dad being killed growing up in a hardship in Connecticut, being homeless you know yeah. what i mean he had a powerful story but now he wins america's next top model nigga you on there with tyra banks stuff <laughs> you feel me like right it's whatever fuels you. for sure it's whatever fuses so there's a story for everybody yeah and hopefully you can find fuel and and relatability into each one of those and we'll continue to get them as they come yeah i think i, I definitely want to pick your brain on uh one other thing I think I'm gonna save for a little bit later. Maybe it's like a, a after a post show type of thing I want to do. Cause it's definitely about mental health, and uh, I definitely want to get your opinion on it. Yeah. yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, we're gonna s- save uh, a little bit of that for we'll later. That. But um, you said you worked with kids. Yeah. And there has been a a very interesting story. <laughs> I dig the segue. <laughs> a very uh very interesting story came out that said uh the kids aren't uh. They're not, not they're, sex, in. they're not putting the key inside the ignition. They're not. Um, the kids are not getting a freak that. on. They're not, you can't oh, no. Say that. Look, oh, no. No, time out, man. <laughs> like I said, I've been in education for years, right? I don't, and I, I've been in education for almost 11 years now. And people are like, when they talk about kids that aren't in education, they're like, oh, you can't talk about. Like, do you understand what these kids are talking about <laughs> no. in the classroom? No, 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 no. That wasn't because of the children. That was because of R. Kelly. He's saying ignition, R. Kelly, kids. kids. <laughs> I've already <laughs> forgot about R. Kelly. I don't even want to get no. into our Kelly. Man. Yeah, let's not. We're not, but uh, no, the kids are apparently not getting into each other, and they say that it is because of uh, video games. Video, video games. games, man. Video games. Why is that the blame for everything? So here's what they did. I find it. I find that appalling. <laughs> that is rude. <laughs> they put video game as the as the big headline, but they put a couple of subtitles that said like streaming, social media, et cetera, et cetera. Honestly, I think video games are on the lower end, uh, but. What do you guys think? First up, LJ, man, Good. video games. Why are people having sex because of video games? All right. I've got my my theory on this. What is it? It's an, it's not true, but it's a little true. Okay? <laughs> got it. That counts. It's an alternative so, fact. Go for it. I just know. Oh, we have, it's all good. Oh, okay. thought I had my cup still. Cool. <laughs> we entered the cup. We entered the cup. Anyway, all I know is that if you're taking the time to you know, spend on the game for sure. Whatever game it is, for laptop, sure. PC or not, mm-hmm. if you're scrolling up and down, looking at whatever you're looking at, right. et cetera, et cetera, and that takes your time away from not having a baby. I'm not understanding what the blame is. It should be, oh, we're glad, et cetera, et cetera, is happening because the kids aren't doing this, that, and the other. Right. At one point, it was we're oh having sex God, too much, yeah. too much sex, teen pregnancy, et cetera. So it's not that. <laughs> there's a blame here or that they're trying to whatever i just think that they're not realizing the times change for certain things at one point lsd and all that was the, the rage sure. and i'm talking 70s lsd yeah. um, and everyone's having babies yeah. then it kind of calmed down and then everyone started having babies again yeah, i true. think now that we went we, we grew up with the everyone having babies we got out of it team High five team mom nope yep so kind of team mom i was just anyway <laughs> that's kind of dying down and so now it's just chill and relax. Yeah. It's not Netflix and chill and baby. It's just Netflix and chill. Exactly. So I don't think there's to blame. I don't think there. I think the study's bogus. That's what my all I'm saying here is Low that key. this is bogus. I just think that they're always Low trying key. to find a way to say video games are bad or social media is too much for you or something. And it is to an extent. I've sat there and I've noticed where I'm on my phone for an hour. And my neck gotta hurts. cut it down. And I'm like, oh, geez. I started twitching. Video Everything. games are not to blame for that. No, they have been preaching condoms. Safe sex forever, forever, literally. A lot of <laughs> things from the '90s to the early 2000s were like safe sex, and you mm-hmm. have shows like 16 and Pregnant, and you're looking at how these people are living with kids. 
like, yeah, why would the next generation want to jump into having kids when clearly you've been preaching? Yep. And and studies show that when schools take out sex education, STDs and pregnancy rates go sky high. Really? Yes. I didn't have sex. Either. When you only practice, when you only preach abstinence, the schools and the communities that preach abstinence, STDs skyrocket. They're legit. Pregnancies skyrocket. Because they're still going to have sex. They're still going to do it. Like, now they just don't have free condoms. You're, you're, are, you, <laughs> are you telling these kids is to like, hey, just don't have sex. And they're like, but my innate nature is telling me to fuck shit up this person. It's definitely going to happen. I'm going to get this. <laughs> so video Man, games are doing it. You know what I mean? So that's, that's, that's one reason. But like I said, like you throughout as times go by you've been the tv shows safe sex teen pregnancy shows or shows what it looks like when you have a kid as a teen mm-hmm. then you take economy and it's it like For kids sure. are broke like wages have not gone up since the 90s Lit. but everything else has the cost of li- everything costs more but the wages have not For right. sure. and y'all been preaching to us get your education Make sure your money is right, secure everything first before you think about having kids. For sure. And they've made all of that difficult. Definitely. Go to college, you're in debt. Easily. Why the fuck would you raise a kid in debt? <laughs> I'm not sure. saying you can't, but like if you're just thinking of it as far as like what they preach. Yeah, if you're thinking about it, what they're preaching, like I have amount of a huge amount of debt and you want me to have a kid? Right. Right. Okay, right. well, how much does having a kid cost? Well, the, the inflation amount. price is 250000 a fucking year. <laughs> you feel like $2 you, you million. only have, so I, I got a hundred and some thousand in debt, and it's another 200 some thousand over the next 18 years. Okay, well, cool. How much is the house? Too much. Too much. <laughs> Unless you live okay, in well, cool. Detroit. Well, how much is living, you know, minimum wage? Uh, $11. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. Well, how the hell am I going to afford a kid? Everything that you preached us has been safe sex, mm-hmm. no kids, secure everything, no debt, all that. They're you're, just, not even, you're not even supposed to be dating if you're broke. That's what they say. You're just <laughs> listening really? to what the other generations have been preaching to you. Now, all of a sudden, they want to blame video games. And that's no. exactly what it is. Because it don't take but about one minute to get pregnant. It ain't like <laughs> no. it ain't like you need. You know what I mean? You don't need three days to be fucking sure. to get somebody pregnant. Yeah, for sure. It's about video games real quick and get that in. Yeah, you feel me? Like, what does the article say? I'm sorry to cut you off. No, go for it. It said uh, ages 18 to 29 uh, are not having sex, and they said it's just been doubling since 2008. Let me pull Double? You mean point. decreasing? Because there's no doubling on non-pregnancy. No, it, it's been. <laughs> The, the numbers of people not having sex. Not having know. sex, not pregnancy. It's oh, just, just like, 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 oh, STDs are rampant. Well, I don't want no STDs. I'm not gonna have no sex. It's a little it's a little interesting. I'm fine. I mean, comics have existed, right? If we're thinking about the nerd, right? We're thinking about if we're thinking about the people and why they may say that video games are causing it's because people are staying at home and they're to themselves, right? Uh, streaming social media allegedly. But comics and people who read comic books, um, Dungeons and Dragons, all the types, those type of people, that archetype of people that they're trying to, I guess, all put us boxed into, have existed for a very long time. And they've had sex. And they definitely had sex. Like you have sex <laughs> with your community. You know what I mean? Like you know? the Dungeons and Dragons community has sex with people that love Dungeons Still and Dragons. Sex. Yeah, like like. <laughs> so I, I mean, I think that the RPG community has sex with the RPG. And community. I think they're taking yeah. away. I think they're 
maybe not they're missing a few things right they're just thinking what's increasing and what's decreasing sex is decreasing more people are playing video games so maybe that's it uh when in reality there's a lot of reasons why people playing video games it could be stressed there could be all types of stuff maybe shit that they preached you've been preaching to us these things and we are listening to you now you're telling us we ain't gonna have enough kids to sustain society exactly it's very interesting it's very interesting. I do know, however, I'm sorry, what were you about to say? No. I was not. Go. <laughs> I do know a few, what is it, video gamers, nerds, et cetera, that a lot. I know a lot of video game nerds who really feel like girls, women don't want me because because I play video games. That's not a thing. That can't be a thing. <laughs> okay, so I, I, I'm not well, Uh-oh. I'm not in that community. For sure. Full versed. Mm-hmm. But I do know proximity. For sure. So maybe not outside of that world, women don't want to have sex with them. But within that world, the women that are within that world would have sex with you. I dig it. And plus, wait, you've you've read your manga guy, right? Yeah. And that's like that's in there. That's, that's the, the one. <laughs> when you go, hey girl, you read that new my hero? <laughs> you know, what I'm saying oh, no course. offense. I mean, you're you're fine. Um, literally. And then the manga, that's a that's in there. You know what I'm saying? So if this guy, first off, just so they not they don't think I'm capping. What kind of manga? Are you read? what kind of stuff? Just throw some names and so, shit out there. Uh, Rama one half. I'm, I'm still a huge fan to this day. Mm-hmm. Rama one half is one of my favorites. Um, I mean, of course, I like the Dragon Ball. You know, the Z. Of course, of course, uh, of course. I, I'll even go light with like Samurai Pizza Cats. I'll go light with like, totally. Oh, I love Samurai Pizza Cats. <laughs> you know, I love Tenshi Muyoki. I love uh, Grappler Baki. Even though I don't know if that has a manga yet, but I do know they have a TV show. Oh, Netflix thing. Right? Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, well, it's- Grappler Baki was actually before. You know, this is new. The Netflix mm-hmm. one. Grapple mm-hmm. Baki is old. Also, it's their Netflix original. Yeah. Take on it's it. Net- yeah. Damn uh, you, Netflix. <laughs> you better not make an original take you on a big close fit. Don't street, do it. I love all the Street Fighter mangas and animes. That they, I mean, uh, and, and that they've made uh, in, in canon or not. Right, I'm right, just right. a huge video game geek. Sure. Shit. Uh, damn. Ninja Scroll. I dig it. Uh, Afro Samurai. Of course. Uh, SNK, I'm a huge Neo Geo fan. Okay. So World Fight World Heroes, fucking uh Fatal Fury, Art of Fighting. Look. Uh Look. shit. It's uh, not King a, of Fighters, ninety five. Uh, all the King of Fighters. For Listen, sure. We can keep it moving. Wait, have you done voice acting? Just wonder. Yeah, I have a voice over okay. acting as well. Right. Okay. Um, right. Just wonder. Damn, I'm going down list uh shit. You said comic books. What what'd you reading for the comic book stuff? Yeah, I'm a Marvel guy more than DC. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 you win. I'm a Marvel guy more than DC. I uh, love DC. Don't get me wrong, but I've been a Marvel guy. And but the thing is, I was raised in the '90s, right? So like, Wildcats was huge when when mm-hmm. uh, uh, McFarlane for sure they guys branched off from Marvel and them. Mm-hmm. So like, and, you know, Wildcats and all that shit. Uh, uh, Spawn, uh, right? Fucking, you know, I had all the X Men's. Obviously, I had the Phoenix Saga. I, I still might have it somewhere. Actually, I, I pull it out. Cards. It's almost time for that. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? I, I collect sure. cards. You know, they was coming out with like limited edition covers and shit. Yeah, yeah. And um, hope that they would later on, but sure. they was making a million of them. Mm-hmm. I dig it. So what we're saying is, look, uh, mangas <laughs> reading, anime reading, comic book readers, Dark stalkers, all that shit. You getting it in? Stop no excuses. Don't look at the <laughs> this is the thing. Like it, for me, I've always maybe this is my father's preaching, but like. Whatever you love, you speak about it in confidence. You make other people love it. For sure. So, like, hey, yeah, I love anime and manga. Like, for sure. Hey, lady, lady, like, have you seen this shit? Yeah, oh, exactly. Let me let me let me put you on to something that you might not know about, but for let sure. me relate it to something that you might love. Like, for sure. right? You know what I mean? Like, every manga and anime has themes that are just regular TV shows. Like, lady, you watch 
fucking something. the hills or whatever. Something. Yeah. You watch reality TV, so you not no, you ain't no better than me for sure. So we don't relate this shit. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. This you watch smooth. Gossip Girl. Something yeah, you feel me? Like watch this nigga turn in some hot water and turn it for to a sure. cat. Exactly. And that shit's funny. <laughs> so one thing I want to ask, uh, tying in the previous conversation for sure. this one, uh, being vulnerable as a nerd and someone, I guess who. I don't want to say version, but right. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. And I don't want to say how do you be vulnerable? Because I think one of our very first podcasts were, you know, as a black nerd uh, to be grooming and like not to be ashamed of it. Everything you just, you know, said confidence, basically. How do you be vulnerable as a nerd? I guess I don't want to say at a con because a con's easy. You can be vulnerable at a con because everyone's around you, as you just said. You're within your community. But how do you break out of when you're not in your community? How do you break That's out? Like you just say, "Hey, little lady, how do you, how do you be little vulnerable? lady? Don't say little lady. She little. She little. No. Be sure about yourself and know what you're talking about. I, and and when you hear the term nerds, you you have a stereotypical. Unfortunately, you know. Yeah. There's a stigma. There's Look a to connotation. It. There's yeah. a you know a sound to it. You think about yeah. the big guy with the neck beard, yeah, sweaty, you, piece of stains you know on his I mean? shirt. Like you see, a, you have a vision when you say nerd, and I and I play Definitely. games all day, and I you know read manga. Comic book guy from Simpsons. If you're confident <laughs> within yourself, it doesn't matter what you're talking about. And if you don't like it, lady, whatever. For sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but you have to be confident within yourself and know like hey this shit is cool and it is cool yeah because a lot of films take it are made from Mm -hmm. these materials from graphic novels definitely you know what i mean definitely they wouldn't know that why because they don't read graphic novels but you do so how can you figure out how to relate both or how to connect the dots like hey you love that Mm -hmm. movie guess where that movie came from this yeah you know hateful eight for sure comes from uh Magnificent Seven, which comes from a samurai film. You know what the I mean? Like you know. all that relates. I did not know that. I would love to see the samurai film. <laughs> it's I can't think of the name, bro. That's I think okay. it's like I'll the the Samurai Seven or something like that. Sounds about right. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, or or the Big Boss, a Bruce Lee film. There's mm-hmm. a many of films that are based off the Big Boss, for the sure. Chinese connection. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you just have to find a way to relate to it. But it, just being confident. Just being confident, especially yourself. now. Now it's so easy. Come there is no man. problem. There's now. no reason why. Literally, Marvel. Every Marvel movie is like literally the biggest movie of all time. all time. Like this is let you know. And another like for some odd reason, because we all have these insecurities. Like, hey, I like Zelda for sure. Just don't, don't mumble think, it. I don't, don't mumble it when you say like it. Zelda. Hey, yeah. I like Zelda. <laughs> yeah, we don't want that. Now you, you say know, what you now you're not sounding confident. Yeah, I don't want to like Zelda no more. I don't even care what you're talking about no you more. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, <laughs> and they probably think like, damn, I like Zelda too, but he probably right. think I'm a nerd if I like Zelda. Yeah, it's weird now. It's weird now. <laughs> but For like, sure. no, hey, you play Zelda? You know what I'm saying? Something. Link. L. Link is, and however you describe that, but as long as you're confident within yourself first. Because if they don't like Zelda or they find it weird, if you can't relate it to them so they understand what you love, because when you are in courtship, I may not be into everything that you're into, but, and you're not into everything I'm into, but if you love it and I like you, I'm going to like you with you. I dig it. Just make it relatable to me. For sure. How to date a nerd podcast coming soon to a uh, iPhone (laughs) near you. Uh, But look, so every last 10 minutes of the episode, we usually... uh, run down a few topics on just random shit that happens just do a couple of minute two sentences on how we feel about it uh so we're gonna do that real quick and then we're gonna wrap it up with a few more plugs and we don't we don't know where all of your uh we don't know you (laughs) uh and then we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up but let me see i'm gonna throw a little bit of background do you have any background music we have all that i'll throw that back there um 
if that counts. Just warning, I'm going to sit out. We're going to ask him and take his takes on it. What you going to do one, two minutes each round around? We'll You're see. not sitting out of nothing. We'll see. Burger King. They're bringing back Pokemon toys. Remember Pokemon toys? I still have some. They're bringing them back. The gold little thing with the... Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll go to Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> I will claim ownership of Pokemon, man. I was there when it first popped off. There it is. All right. <laughs> Turn up. You're going to go see the master. Detective. Oh, you got damn right. <laughs> I'll be Pokemon right there front of the fucking center. Do you huh? play Pokemon Go, the little mobile game? I was playing it. Okay. Yeah, I think I we all played, we all sure. played it. <laughs> oh, I was what? I was trying to get all my shits. Mele- one of the me- they had a tournament when me- one of the melee players uh-huh. quit because one of the Jigglypuff or something was just jumping around basically. So in a tournament, people are watching the dude quit because the other person was running. Think that's okay? Not okay? Anyone's wrong? Anyone's right? So he didn't want that fade. The guy who didn't want the fade is wrong. There should be no Which one didn't want the fate? The one I quit the tournament or the, the one, one that was running, running within the, the game? If we're with if we are already in battle and you're running, you're running from the fate. Like Okay. So he didn't want the fate. I'm with him. If you're Look, running, if you're I can't, I'm not gonna chase you to fight me. I, I kinda agree. I get it. How hey. many stocks was left? Like was he up a stock or something? He was up one stock. He was literally gonna That's waste the, the three minutes That's until he won by like Come on, man. Nah, yo. TKO. We are in a battle right now. You got into the battle. I know you want to win. For sure. Come on, man. I think it's okay if you're in your house with your friends playing for money. That's fine. But you're in a tournament. (laughs) But you're in a tournament. People are watching. I paid money to see this. I would literally fight you. you Like, nah, we got to throw hands for real. Like, put your phone down. So, uh, PlayStation Store now allows refunds from pre orders. But it's only if the game is broken and you can't pre install it. So you can just buy it. You can literally buy it. As soon as you install it, void. Wait. Oh, okay. Games yeah. break? All this damn technology and games yeah. don't work? Games don't load up. This Anthem comes. <laughs> so like you got to like blow on it like Nintendo cartridges? Might as well. <laughs> I'm old school, man. So, so Marvel versus DC, uh, one of the Mortal Kombat directors said that they made, that he wants, he Would wants not. to make the game. He wants to make Marvel versus DC a video game. I want that to happen too. <laughs> but is that going to happen? <laughs> I don't know if I want that. Who's getting the money? Don't even want it to happen. Money? Who's getting the money? They had Marvel vs. DC comics. Yeah, no, they had the uh, Emil, 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 how do you say it? They had some word for it in the 90s. <laughs> really? Like, yeah, no, they combined, like, like you know, like Hulk and Yeah, they, they fought. Like, they com- Captain America no, they, fought Batman. No, no, they combined as the, the heroes. Like, I think Batman oh, is, and Hulk combined. I've seen that, too. But they did have a fight, too. Yeah, they had. They had like, Am, it's like Emma, Emma, Emma Glenn or something. like. But, yeah, they had them fight each other, <laughs> combined. Like, you had Captain America. I see, and, 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 I see Wolverine and Batman. That was one of the coolest things I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, they had, like, Spider-Man and somebody else mix versus yeah. Superman and like I'll have to look that Hulk. up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're you talking definitely about. Like Amagland or something like that. It's All I'm gonna weird. say is real quick: there's Warner Brothers, there's Disney, there's NetherRealm Studios, and then whoever else is gonna be involved with that for sure. Who's getting the money? No one, and that's why it's not happening. <laughs> I don't know if I want Marvel versus DC as a game. I want it, but I don't know. I don't what know. style? Just last thing on this: what style would it be a Mortal Kombat style? Would it be Street Fighter style? Like Marvel vs. Capcom style? Marvel vs. Capcom, if they did it, fan. That's hard, because that's Warner Brothers and then Disney again. That's the fight. This, this is the thing like, no. about my like Mortal Kombat for me. Mortal Kombat only works for Mortal Kombat. Like I didn't like what DC. injustice. Yeah, DC. I didn't like that. It, that's it. Mortal Kombat was a lightning in a bottle, and you just remained that. I think with Street Fighter, Marvel vs. Capcom, kind of you know visual. I feel works it. with different, or maybe Virtual Fighter. Not like, okay. 
Tekken. Uh, Tekken, maybe. Not a final virtual fighter. I virtual mean, fighter. came out on Sega Saturn and, and, and Dreamcast. Hard like, pass on Virtual Fighter. <laughs> I was in the arcade Virtual Fighter. My ass off. Marvel, do you think for these new trailers that came out, do you think Marvel is like purposefully uh, misleading the, in the traders? So yes. like, shit that's happening in yes. trailers you is not going to happen. You have to. They did it with the Hulk. They have to. So that's the only thing I'm going on. You have to. Hulk. You have to mislead them. I really hope that. I hope every single thing in the trailer is it's fake. wrong. It's, yep. No, uh, no I, I, I think it is. I think everything that happened in the trailer, well, except for when they all go to the uh, ship. Yeah, n- yeah, the little shit. And, no and spoilers shit. at all. But I spoiled the movie for myself, unfortunately. I read a whole leak about the whole movie. And yeah, the movie's going to be completely different. I, I, it better be. I really hope I so. I want it to. It has to be, though. They have to mislead. Because everybody's looking for the leak. Everybody's for looking sure. to break that. And I hate that people do that. I hate that they're looking to leak that out. God like, damn. There's something so nice about me. The experience of me going to the theater and finding it out Bruh, as I watch. I, I don't want, want to fucking read it because you feel like you need to be first about some shit. Man, you, know? you want that click. I don't want to know anything. Yeah, like I don't need your click dude like yo don't spoil it bruh um so Fortnite said they want it to be as big as, like the director and the ceo said they want it to be as big as facebook they want Fortnite to game the video game uh, they want <laughs> they want to expand and just become like a, a thing remember when you thing. said uh this was gonna be the last season or this will be the last year or like last year is that shit? Yeah, man. I was very wrong. I'm sure they're gonna be like Facebook. I'm sure every single one of your kids at school are talking about Fortnite. Do they do the dances? Not anymore. Last year. Really? Yeah, not what grades? I have done it. I sub now, so I do it all. It'll die because the kids aren't doing it like that no more. Dang. They still play it just out of habit. For sure. But they're not talking about Fortnite like they want. All my kids are, but they're fifth graders. And once the kids stop talking about it. Because you age out of things, sure. and I don't think companies take into account that your demographic that that you grabbed—they're growing. They grow. <laughs> Same thing sure. with music, like you know, take like Fifty Cent. Yeah, the people that grew up on Fifty Cent aged out of that for sure. He's still dope, he's still amazing, but like you're not gonna get no new fans. You ain't like doing the music not, no more. Not in droves. <laughs> you're not gonna get like new fans in droves like that. For, for sure, it's for very sure. hard to get new fans. Like right. Prince was the same way. I'm waiting for Fortnite to fall, so it's all good. So, so Apex Legends released allegedly like some type of update or something. They did, and I just got it, and I'm happy about it. And they quite possibly deleted everyone's shit. I'm so happy. Did you? You got deleted? Not yet. I want to oh. see. I, I I did the update. I'm waiting. Now, I when you say deleted, it I don't want coins and money, money and everything. Well, that's great. <laughs> then that means giving a refund for certain stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, you spent actual money. Yes. <laughs> I don't know oh, what Apex true. is. So I'm not just season pass and stuff. I'm getting free stuff again and. Look, the only reason I'm down for the re for the reset sure. or whatever is I'm already level hundred, and it's a little disappointing not seeing my bar go up anymore. I dig it. I would right. like to see the numbers <laughs> flip up. I don't know about Apex, man. Final so. thing, um, because you guys still, I'm not clear. I'm not fulfilled in this Joker conversation. All right, it's, it's, we're dope. not gonna go for long. I promise. So, what if his origin story <laughs> <laughs> was, um something very tragic happened to his family and he related that to how terrible the government is so now he's taking it up with the government and he feels like he has to dismantle everything have you seen american till no disney film five o'clock no the first america, one there's five o'clock west okay so. he doesn't like film and he that's what uh, look he doesn't so like so basically five is a jew and okay. having to go through Germany, the Nazis, and leaving okay. that and coming to America. Like, his family went through some shit 
and he just kind of like befriended some cats and became cool as a motherfucker. So he that's a Disney movie. He didn't become Joker. Anyway, what's your favorite Joker? Last thing we're gonna get out of here. Favorite Joker? Probably Heath Ledger. Favorite Joker? I don't have one. Deal.